0: episode of the Evan and Aaron Show presents the red and the blue soccer chat. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming live from Indianapolis, Indiana. We are just so excited about this. Of course, you got to throw in, you know, a little bit of Man U and and Chelsea. Yep, there you go. Um, To those of you who are tuning in live on Facebook, please make sure to uh, tell your friends that... uh, yeah, we are here, and uh, we're ready to roll tonight, man. We've got lots to talk about. And um, to my right, your left, is my dear friend. Dear! Dear friend, Aaron. Aaron Gordon. Aaron, what do you got to say for tonight, brother? How you doing? You, uh, did you have a good day? I had a good day.
1: Uh, really excited um, to be kicking this off tonight. Uh, going, going in the red and blue direction here for us. Nope. And... Uh, uh, for some good reasons and
0: some well, bad reasons. I, I see Ken. a lot more red, though. I mean, it is well, your basement. I mean, I you know. I was going to say, when we're, when we're, when we're, <laughs> when we're in your sound closet, uh, there you go. Yeah. There,
1: there will be uh, <laughs> some blue and some brown, I'm sure of it. Um, you know, good day. Really excited to kick things off here. And um, for a variety of reasons, we've got plenty to talk about when oh, it comes yeah. to Manchester United and Chelsea right yeah, now. So I think. Uh, First thing first, um, Chelsea played a game today, mm-hmm. played against Spurs. Uh, first leg of the Carabao Cup, EFL trophy Carabao. semifinal, um, played I'm, at Chelsea.
0: I'm impressed you said it right. Carabao. Carabao. Well,
1: wow. wow. Yeah. It's, it's a delicious drink. Um, <laughs> no sponsorship. I'm from
0: southeastern Ohio. I'd say Caribou. You know, that's a, hey, how's that Caribou Cup? Anyway.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> in a, if in Ohio, it would have been a caribou. <laughs> oh, there's a puppy in the background, oh, everybody. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. Um, so the match today, I thought um, – you know, first off, we'll, we'll get in, in depth on the whole Lukaku situation a little mm-hmm. bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was in the starting lineup. Six changes for Chelsea from their match the other day against Liverpool, which we'll also get to. Yeah. Um, not quite as many changes for Spurs. Uh, so you can see who showed up with a little bit more intent. Uh, that said. Their intent. Mm-hmm. Um and i thought spurs really really looked disjointed for a good portion of the day yeah um what were your big takeaways from the match and Mm -hmm. do you do you think that's a legit crit
0: no i i I think you're i think you're onto something i think the fact that you know spurs i mean yes free club right now is somewhat you know Mm short-staffed okay you know know, we're missing obviously um you know mindy uh he was he was out because of the um african combinations played um Kepa looked really good um you know he he didn't get challenged a whole lot but boy second Mm -hmm. half he did Mm -hmm. um you know but I you know I I think that I think it was a combination I think it was a combination of of Chelsea playing really well um N'Golo Conte had an incredible delivery um Oh, that's Liverpool. That's Liverpool. Yep. My fault. We'll get to I'm that. No, nope. I'm, I'm jumping. ahead. Um, no, it was uh, Marcus Alonso had an mm-hmm. incredible delivery uh, today to Kai Havertz, mm-hmm. and um, just what a, what an incredible, well, just what an incredible delivery. What an mm-hmm. incredible strike from 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 Havertz. Um, you know, and, and I think he got hurt a little bit on that play.
1: Yeah, it looked like uh, when he kind of went in the defender behind him, his momentum sort yeah. of carried him in over the top of the goalkeeper, and I think the other recovering mm-hmm. defender. And he came up holding his hand. Um, yep. They think they were speculating that he'd broken his pinky. They'd taped it to his other finger, and then obviously he went out with a little bit of a head injury later in the yeah. game, but yeah. I thought Havertz played pretty well. I thought most of the players acquitted themselves. Mm-hmm. I thought um, Hakim Zayek is a really interesting question mark right Zay- now, because yeah. there's been a lot of talk about him not getting all that much time the opportunities and mm. obviously you know he, he we, we know he's got talent we've seen him play oh yeah oh, um yeah. do you think that uh, there's not a place for him in Tuchel's type of system because of the player he um. is I mean he was being asked to sort of be a covering wing back at times today right which isn't exactly I think what he wants to be doing
0: right, right? not my club so. well well you know I I think Havertz brings a lot to the table obviously I mm-hmm. think Havertz he he's one of those players that quote unquote has an engine that just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's, he's, you know, i ha- um, sorry, Z, uh, ZH, um, mm-hmm. him Havertz, uh, whether you like him or not, Timo Werner, they, 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 these are the type of guys who worked and worked and worked today. Even, mm-hmm. e- even when you looked at Werner, I was, I was very happy to see him doing his thing. I mean, you know, he was in there, he was mixing it up. He was, he was trying to make plays and, and, you know, Yes, I know. I'm trying to make I a good point. Um It's like every Zoom call out all of us have been on for the last year. Sorry,
1: that's my dog in the background, but
0: no worries, no worries. At we all. still
1: don't have an intern. So if you want to be an intern and play with a puppy <laughs> and help us
0: do video editing, that'd be fantastic. We, we will pay you with beer and I'm I'm covering up what beer we have, but we will pay you with beer there's plenty of so it. You know, there you go. Um but no, no, no. I I, I think I think Chelsea has Chelsea has has found their rhythm. They found their rhythm again. Mm-hmm. I was I was worried about it, you know, obviously, you know, with you know, the um the Brighton game, uh Brighton match, you know, um boy, they just uh, I mean to to barely be able to to get away with a with a draw mm-hmm. with, with Brighton. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying Brighton's bad. I'm not you saying they're terrible. But but when you're at the bridge, you know, it's like you should, those are, those are the games where you should mm-hmm. pick up three points. Um, I started to get a little nervous there, uh, you, you know, but then I think that this match today, um, showed that I think they're coming back into form. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to, they're, they're finding themselves. And I think th- the guys are wanting to play. Mm-hmm you saw that in Lukaku mm-hmm. and I know we're going to go there yeah. soon, but, but you saw it in Lukaku. You saw that in, in Polissic. Mm-hmm. you saw it in, you know, in, in a, in a lot of guys, Marcus Alonso, which who we yep. were talking about before um, these guys are playing even Dave. They, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they seem like they're coming together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, here are my notes from today's game. First goal, sloppy pass, but strong tackle. Yes. So on the one hand, uh, you know, uh, Spurs and and all this talk about Conte and it's all about shape and discipline and all this stuff. That is not what we saw out of Spurs today. They really really got dragged all over the place. Which part of that could just be Chelsea could be Chelsea having a good game. Part of that could be Tottenham really not being fully yeah. certain exactly uh, of what's being asked of them. I think it's a combo. Um, I think you're right. But again, if Marcos Alonso doesn't jump that route, see that see that it's a bad pass getting played. Also makes a, a good tackle. I think it's Emerson Royale is trying to sort of do the, like, long shield. You know, he, see, he sees a tackle coming. He's trying yeah. to do that shield yeah, where he yeah. kind of steps across a guy and, and at a minimum maybe gets a foul or can take it wide. So Alonzo reads that, but there's still work to be done, and the weight on his pass to Havertz is beautiful oh, because it would have been very easy to play a ball that either rolls <laughs> – too far, mm-hmm. and Havertz doesn't really get much of a shooting opportunity, right. if at all. Maybe, you know, I've seen plenty of people roll that ball straight to the to the end line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just too much because your momentum's carrying you. You're excited. You just made this tackle. Right. But I've also seen guys hit that ball, not put enough weight on it, and that recovering defender is able to sort of step over, mm-hmm. intercept the pass, and now what you gained, you've just lost. Yeah. But that that was... A combination you know that you 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 see a team making a mistake, you still have to take advantage of that mistake, and then Kai Havertz did a great job holding off the the last defender slots at home um i th- I think it was given to him. it should not be an own goal because it was on target as far as i 'm concerned uh, yeah if that guy yeah. doesn 't slide in, the ball ends up in the back of the net, and that 's yeah. how i 've always viewed the rule
0: yep I agree, I totally agree, I think that you know. <clears throat> Are you going to let the puppy out of the puppy? I person? will. I will. There, ah, there, okay. There'll be a long song transition that yeah, allows okay. me to do that. Okay. Good. 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 All right. No. 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 Um, <laughs> I I really think that first goal. Um, yes, I think it's in. Mm. No matter mm-hmm. no matter what happens, yeah. I think it's in no matter what happens. But but I also think, mm-hmm. I also think that there are so, so many good signs. And we once again, mm-hmm. I'm going to reference the fact that that we talked about this before and you brought it up. Marcos Alonso. Is playing some quality football yeah, right now yeah he's, he's had a resurgence under he, uh, the, yeah. the
1: and ultimately i think he's benefiting by ben Chilwell being injured because yes. yeah chill is the all-rounder yeah i don't think he's anything special either direction but he's just mm-hmm. solid going yep. going both ways there he's good going forward he's good in defense marcos yeah. alonso's not really somebody you want to see getting squared up by a, like if if, if no. marcos alonso would have found himself much deeper you would have fancied Son taking him on, oh, causing some problems. Yes. but that's not how they play, and the way they play, kind of. I, you know, I'm I've had my criticisms of Rüdiger, but what he does well, he does very well, mm-hmm. and he recognizes those. Mm-hmm. The Chelsea back line that that we saw against Liverpool the other day, mm-hmm. that might be the opponent again. You know, my my second note is second goal, silly foul bad clearance. So yes, you you fouled Romelu Lukaku outside the 18 away from goal after already taking a bad touch. You bailed him out. Yep. Then you have an opportunity for a simple clearance and get it wrong. So again, these things that Conte are supposed to be really, mm-hmm. really terrific about mm-hmm. are the exact s- mistakes Spurs made today. Yeah. And Chelsea to their credit took advantage of it I didn't really feel like Spurs even when they were beginning to get a Mm foothold in the second half I never thought you need to worry about this right especially from the standpoint of excuse me there's no away goals rule
0: yeah no I I, honestly I never felt like Chelsea was out of control today the second half Spurs you know what they came out and and you got to think Conte had Mm -hmm. said something to him in the locker room much of a challenge for Chelsea. I mean no. Chelsea no this is this is what I love about this team the way they're playing way they played the last two matches with the exception of the first like 20 minutes of the first of the Liverpool mm-hmm. which we'll get to um they're playing like a championship team, they're doing the things that championship mm-hmm. teams need to do. When you make mistakes against championship teams, I mean, and once again, let's let's go across the. You pond don't mean with, the second tier of English soccer, uh, really. uh, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> they should be kicking the shit <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> out of Birmingham City, no, right? No, exactly. Um, you know, they're they're doing the things that 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 great teams do. They capitalize mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. mistakes and. You know it's it's one of those it's one of those things where you can look at and you can say you know what, um, don't you dare, give the ball up to Mo Salah yeah. anywhere yeah. close to the box. Right. Don't make a mistake with you know Kevin De Bruyne at stop. Now now I think legitimately, you know Chelsea can say as a team, mm-hmm. dude, don't give us a, don't give us mm-hmm. a second third chance. Well, We're gonna score.
1: I think, up until that
0: Liverpool match. There was... Should we just go ahead and just transition to the Liverpool? Match? Oh, yeah, that, that was going to happen. Go ahead, go it was going to happen ahead, anyway. But um,
1: I think up until that match, for a variety of reasons, COVID, injuries, mm-hmm. the mid-season malaise that hits everybody yeah. because of how many games all these teams have been playing, what I seem to notice was that it's like Chelsea forgot they're the champions of Europe.
0: Yeah, they were You
1: are literally one of the best teams on the planet yeah. and arguably stronger now for having brought in Romelu Lukaku, True. not really lost any integral players from last season. No. The guys that you relied on last season playing pretty well. Obviously, yeah. N'Golo Kante mm. uh, just tested positive for COVID, so yeah. that's going to be a bit of a blow, especially over what's coming in the next couple of weeks oh for you guys. Yeah. But in general, it just sort of seemed like Chelsea forgot their swagger for a minute. Mm-hmm. They they you you hit it on the head, Brighton and Hove in a couple of those games where you're yep. like the performance is just <laughs> So, yes. Yes. First off, neutral perspective. The first 45 minutes of the Chelsea pool match is some of the most enjoyable soccer. I've seen in quite some time. And it's great as a neutral, too, when you see two teams that just come out all too often. There's this sort of cagey, how's everybody going to behave? Mm -hmm. This totally reminded me of a good late 90s, early 2000s, (laughs) United, Arsenal, (laughs) Chelsea, Liverpool match, the the classic big four of two teams just going, fuck it, (laughs) absolutely fuck it. There is no, the game plan is to beat your ass. We are going to (laughs) kick you every time we get a chance pace was absurd. It was. The pace of that it match was. was absolutely absurd.
0: Fat Frank coming down the middle just <laughs> you know just, no, well,
1: <laughs> but the way the uh, guys wrote up a whole game plan and yeah. we did not follow it. Yeah. But what was crazy was if somebody showed you five that first half, but mm-hmm. didn't show you the goals. Mm-hmm. You'd have thought Chelsea played. Man, I, tell- I I really really thought Chelsea had more mm. control of the game, better intent. Yeah. But damn, what happens
0: when the ball <laughs> gets turned over to a world class player? Right, right. I, you know that match. You know, th- th- moving on to that match. I I am very much in, for those of you who are watching us and those of you who are listening to us very much a novice when it comes to um, soccer and yes I'm one of those Americans that have actually coached a soccer team (laughs) which is why we didn't win but anyway it was it was 45 minutes 45 plus minutes of some of the best football I've I've seen Mm -hmm. Uh, yes energetically yes I mean just it, it, it was it was so much fun and I think that just from a purely Ah, uh, get this. I'm going back to our show. just from a purely midwestern American point of view. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's that type of soccer that can lure you in oh, and and, sure. and bring you in. Sure. and then you start to appreciate the you know the 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 zero zero mm-hmm. you know uh, the 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 one nil, you know, defensive yeah. really. you can start to appreciate that. This is one of those matches that 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 is like the track me type marathon yeah. type deals in American football, but it's played, you know, in, in the beautiful sport. And and that's what was so awesome about it. when there was a point when, when Sala hit that second goal, which
1: I, I it, the man is the yes. player in the
0: world right now. And the
1: fact that he's a goal scorer is just, makes it so much more exciting because every time he touches the ball you're like oh what's going to happen next Uh, you're on the edge of your seat and as a defender
0: you've absolutely got to have your depends on tight yeah because you are shitting absolutely absolutely when he hit that second goal i wanted to feel like oh this is just not our day i even sent a text i sent a text to you and i was like well it just doesn't look like it's our day but when i hit send i literally something in the back of my head said no 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 no. wait a minute (laughs) No, 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 no! Just wait a minute. This, this is a long, you know, this is a long match. This is a long match. Yeah, and and immediately Chelsea answered the bell. Well, I, I
1: think answered it because on the balance of play, Chelsea were getting the better of it. Chelsea were getting good opportunities. Mm-hmm. Two, two things that need to be said: Kelleher filling in in goal for Liverpool. Oh my God! And Mindy. Both, both played out in their minds. Each of them had a couple of saves Uh, that were stupid saves on on par with some of the goals that got scored. The Mindy save in the second half from from Salah Salah, trying to chip him, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So game could have had a lot more goals. I mean, this this game could have been crazy and. Yep. It could have been 4 nothing Liverpool at halftime, but sure. it could have been 3-2 Chelsea at halftime. Absolutely. Not only did they score those two goals. Pulisic had another shot. Or they, no, uh, uh, Mount had Mount another had shot. Mount had another shot that, I mean, in the first half of this game, you had four goals, three of which, in my opinion, were absolutely world-class in so many aspects. The pass. Oh. was it? Yeah, I think it's a James Milner pass. Somebody may Conte. be able to correct me. But the... <sighs> The pass that gets made to split Chelsea's defense.
0: Oh, okay, that one. Oh, Salah's. Yeah. yeah, it's just gorgeous. Salah's
1: reception of the ball, absolutely freezing Rudiger. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, that it just takes a split second, and now he's bearing down on the goalie. Yeah. And Mindy's like, "I've cut everything off. I'm gigantic. There's nowhere for you to go." And Mo Salah says. Yeah, but there's this scotch little bit <laughs> next to the post that you have forgot about. Right, and I had to right. watch the replay two or three times to go. He put how, that near post. Yeah, how in the world
0: did this, he do that? Mindy's just, not a small dude. No, no, no. And and near post it. And and I would put I would put Mindy, like it's it, it is. And I'm not just saying it's because you're sitting here. De Gea, Mindy, I I really believe that that's the way From pure shot pro, stopping. It, pure it's it's hard to stopping. argue I, otherwise. I, you know. It, it, if that man can't stop it, De Gea may. But that shot right there, I, I'm I'm convinced it was probably unstoppable. I I don't I don't
1: know anybody else who figures it out because I mean it's Salah. He just he he, yeah. he he froze him, and then has the ability to finish it. But but
0: then my man Ingalo Conte, well with the nice little chip. Well, you had Kovacic's goal. Well, Next. Kovacic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, And, and, and once again, which was Mar- Um Was it Alonso? No, no it's a.
1: No, 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 no. Uh, it's, um, I believe. No, it was he, a deflection. I, yeah, I believe the, he yeah. gets a clearance. Yes. And just.
0: Uh, oh, to, that was gorgeous.
1: What's so impressive about it is he's actually backpedaling. He's actually stepping back yeah. in order to make sure his body shape is appropriate. And he gets everything right. It's textbook. Yep. He'll probably never hit a goal like that again in his life. <laughs> but. He did hit it when it mattered.
0: Hey, NFL, can you stat that? Right?
1: (laughs) But to what is probably most important uh, to a lot of Chelsea fans and to a lot of American (sighs) fans. Again, just like Marcus Alonso we were discussing earlier, just deft touch, but there's still a lot to do. I mean, yeah. the, I, it would not have been crazy to see that ball bounce and come off Pooley's, Pooley's right. thigh and right. run away from him the way he gets his chest over it so it stays in front of him. But again, still so much work to be done. How many times have you seen a <clears the> guy smash <throat> that ball right into the goalie or kick it into Rosie, yeah. and yeah. instead he just – it. the finish is almost like he told it to yes. go there. But he whipped that fucker in too.
0: Aaron, it, uh, this is the one thing that I'm that I'm noticing about really watching football, really watching soccer, is that when somebody is going to score, they are going to score. Like it's almost like you can feel it. Yeah. Like like I when when you saw what was getting ready to happen. Oh, see, that's one of the most sexy sounds. This is also an ASMR soccer chat. <laughs> When, when he, when he got over that ball and when he brought it down, it was, it was in such mm-hmm. like rhythm. It's, it's almost like you know, like I said, it's, it's like watching, just, just. It's like watching Serena. It's like you, when, when, whenever you don't she, have can, whenever, to be whenever an she expert
1: can just, expert yes, to know when you're seeing something truly wonderful. You walk through the yes. Musée d'Orsay, I, I can't tell you one impressionist from another. Mm. But when you walk up and see beauty, yeah. there it is. When you see Michael Jordan do what Michael Jordan does, and and again, I, let's not get too crazy. No, it's it's Christian Pulisic. But what he did in this particular moment, in that moment, moment, in was that moment. absolutely world class, and he needed it. He needed a yes. goal. He needed to get yes. back on form. And honestly, there's here here's here's Chelsea's upcoming fixtures.
0: Okay, here we go.
1: They play Chesterfield in the FA Cup. <laughs> okay. I, I have a strong feeling uh, we're going to see an I awful think. at home to Spurs. Yeah, our our three of the next four games are really really absurd, and mm-hmm. here's my concern: I almost to no? voice it no, out ahead. loud. Go ahead, but. These are big games. The big game players have to show up. And at this point in time, and the run he's been having in the team, Pooley is a big game player for Chelsea. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, Two days after – no. Four days after the Spurs match, the United States plays El Salvador and Columbus. We may not need him for that. But we're probably going to need him four days later. Yeah. So – is, our, is Captain America, does he have the durability to get through these matches? Because they need him. They need
0: that level of play. They need somebody who they brings do. that. They do. Here, here's what I would do. Um, first of all, let me just say this. My prediction for those three matches, well, past Chesterfield, um, those three matches, next one's in the league. I, I hope that we get five points from them. I think we can get five. I think we I think if we oh, play City and Spurs. Yeah, city if, if we go to City and it's you know, it's a draw. And we, you know, draw one of those with the Spurs and we win one with the Spurs.
1: Okay, well this this is where I've gotta be the I know. The be the wall. No,
0: wah. Wait, no. Wait, 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 wait. do the one <laughs> which one? Yeah. Yeah, there you go.
1: Okay. Wait, we're not talking about Manchester United yet. Um <laughs> FA Cup is win or go home. You yes, don't, you don't get I know. points for that. I know. I know. Uh, Spurs, that one is not win or go home. You've got a two nothing lead right now, so basically you can't lose three to three to nothing. Right. Next two games are the league. Right. So four points would be good. A draw on a win.
0: Okay, four points would be good because
1: if you go to City and get a draw, that's fine. You'd love to beat them.
0: But let's face it, you're I, going away to city. You're, you're going away to this city time of year. And, yeah, and, and they're riding a wave. They, they are. They are. And and here's the thing: wouldn't it be great if Chelsea was the, you know, was the team to start them on their kind of, you know, skid, right? They might would have love it like three four game skid. Um, you know that could happen. Uh, you know, but like I said, I really do see, I see, I see Spurs playing tough at home. Mm. Like I said, I mean. I mean I think I think we draw with them in the cup. I think that Which puts you through. Which puts us through, which is fine. Having never
1: left London. I know.
0: I know. Um I I would like to think that we can draw with I mean with City because here's the deal, if if we do that, that opens the door for so many other teams mm-hmm. as well because you know City yeah, you know, we we've got to catch them. But, you know, we've got to be able to catch them. So Liverpool, you guys, you know, it it it, it draws them in a little bit closer. Um,
1: well, unless people start causing them problems, the league's
0: over. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know,
1: I mean, uh, no no winner in the the Chelsea Liverpool match really that puts hurt. things that hurt in a spot where you're like, ooh, yeah. can can anybody really do this now? Yeah, games in hand, and all that stuff. But sure.
0: But it's going to take it's going to take a victory from the, well, do they play Arsenal again this? this they, season? Just played Arsenal, they just Arsenal? So I know they just played. I'm them. Not sure. I would
1: imagine so, I but so. I would have to take a look. It
0: would it would take the you know, mm-hmm. the big the big four like Manu, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal. We're we're mm-hmm. going to have to take three points from them at some yeah. point to even think about. But but you're right. I'm not sure that we can do that. So, um, I am. It's seven thirty. I want. I want to. I want to make that transition. You just love um, shots. No. 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 My friend, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this because this is the guy I wanted to focus on a okay. uh, little bit. You know, uh, for for the game. You know that we that we the match that we just saw. Manu in Wolves, um. In my opinion, the one player other than De Gea that did, and and I'm gonna say Luke Shaw, other than those two that did everything they could, and it was Bruno Fernandez. Um, I, I I think that I think he was very very solid, um, in the middle, um, but you can't do it yourself. You can't do it all alone. You can't, man. Um, but we'll we'll dive into that because I have some questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, halftime shots, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is the. First, like, halftime shots half-time. for the, the red and the blue. Right. So, I mean. At the half, we go
1: in Chelsea 2-0 uh, up. There you go. So, man. Slanky. slinky.
0: Okay. Now we get to the fun. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's Man you right oh, there. Yeah. No, don't do that to yourself, dude. No, no, no. Well, I, come on.
1: This is a club in a bit of a skid right now, a little bit of a crisis. Um, there's no other way to say it. If you watch the match, United got outplayed at home by Wolves. Mm. In almost every area of the pitch, in almost every stat that you want to look at, yeah. yeah, it was not good enough. The United players look confused. Um, I don't want to say disinterested, but I'll say that it does seem as if there are players who either don't know what they are supposed to do or don't agree yeah. with what they are supposed to do. Okay. Now, one thing I want to to state from the outset here because in, in prepping for this, have really been watching an awful lot of punditry all these shows the talk sport and espnfc and all this stuff where you know you've, you've supposedly got experts and then you got people calling in and i'm not gonna sit here and pretend that i've got you know somebody in the locker room giving me inside stories right i, I i'm not at practice and don't see this stuff you're
0: not but Wait a minute,
1: okay. what i really really don't like and don't want to get into is just outright speculation and really getting down on players i'm not going to pull a kirk curb street let's say that
0: oh boy okay boy he was really tough on the buckeyes the other day and that's okay he well he, he should have been but the, anyway he, yeah no no go ahead.
1: go ahead trying to paint with such broad strokes as to what's going on in a massive club i, th- I think is lazy and i think it mm. it is a disservice to what really really could be happening and and what needs to be happening. Manchester United are a massive club. Yeah, They've been enduring some issues for a, a few years now, uh, but anybody who's followed soccer for a long time knows that these things happen. Mm-hmm. I don't care what club you're a fan of, you're going to be able to trace back to a period of time where it just seemed rudderless for, mm. for things. Mm. Now, Ralph Rangnick was brought in to be a big rudder. True. And thus far... You'd have to say you don't see an awful lot of difference in performance levels. Okay. And you don't really see any difference in patterns of play as far as I'm concerned. They're, they're still sort of muddling through, not not really playing anything cohesive, looking like 11 guys doing their own thing. Occasionally, there's some nice play. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, there's some bad play. David De Gea makes a great save and then maybe Ronaldo gets you a goal somewhere. Yeah. It didn't happen the other day against Wolves and honestly I think they could have played for another 90 minutes and it wasn't going to happen. Wow. I think that's where United are at the moment. Mhm. But I think people really trying to say well the 4222 doesn't work and Rangnick, you know, got this job for a reason. Mm-hmm. and players don't care in their prima donnas i i really think that's out of bounds um and you know especially for the big name guys on espn fc and stuff like that you've been saying this for a long time now yep have the balls to say somebody's name or quit quit going with this narrative True. you can't keep saying well i think there's some guys who you know are undermining you know these these players quit on Ole. These players quit mm-hmm. on Mourinho. These players quit on Van How. They're gonna quit on Rangnick. Quit saying these that, players. Yeah, right. you, you right. think you think twenty five guys. You think forty five guys no. are just
0: strolling around Carrington? No, they're. I mean, and you're right. There there has to be a point to where you you start looking at, at a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just focus on just one thing. You got you got to zoom out a little bit. Um, I got some questions for you. All right. Um, question number one. You know, the fallout from mm-hmm. from that match was, was huge. And um uh, first question is Luke Shaw, does mm-hmm. he just need to shut up or does he have a point as far as his uh rant against the uh the, the management of the club? Well, first off
1: I I love Luke Shaw. Um was excited when he came to the club. He endured mm-hmm. a few really tough years, um, and showed incredible mental fortitude, not just to come back from what would be a career-ending injury for some players and certainly was a career-ending injury probably 20 years ago. Right. But not only that, but he had to come back under Jose Mourinho, a guy telling him he's weak, that he's weak, that he's not mentally tough enough, all this stuff. And over the last year or so, it would be hard to argue that there's been a better left back in England.
0: Maybe,
1: I'd agree with that. No, maybe, no, no. Maybe no. even outside. Go with it. Go um, with it. Go with it. What Luke Shaw isn't is media savvy and Mm. um, poetic with his words. So the real Mm. question being asked here is, what did Luke Shaw really mean with those comments? Yeah, Was he really throwing the system under the bus? Was he really saying some players aren't there? Or was this his way of saying, I don't know what's going on. We don't seem on the same page together, and we need to get there. We need to show team intensity. I don't know that he was necessary maybe this is a little hypocritical because i'm telling craig burley and stevie nickel it's time for you to call guys out by name. sure. Luke shaw's not going to do that. no. but is is the subtext hey cristiano is not doing what's being asked of him by by this manager and therefore that causes a problem or mason doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing in a given moment because his comment was we when we had the ball we didn't seem to have a lot of options when we didn't have the ball we lacked intensity. well, is he truly criticizing the character of his teammates, or is he saying, much like Rangnick is saying, is you don't implement a system like this overnight. Right. But at well, the end of the day, the player's still got to play.
0: Yes. And yes. the performances and the body language have been poor. Really, really poor. Do you think, though, and, and this is just kind of a follow-up to that. Io. Uh, yeah, Io's here. Um, kind of a follow-up. Is this, is this the same situation as Lukaku? I mean, is this one of those deals where, ah, oh, crap, you know, I, I kind of spoke out and, you know, this was this and blah, blah. I, I have to believe that Luke Shaw, the caliber player he is, mm-hmm. you know, first of all, he, he won't disparage his mates. He, he, he no. won't do it. He won't do that. I, I think Luke Shaw was trying to evoke or invoke some type of response from the club to say, hey, Let's get our shit together, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, let, mm-hmm. let's go. I, I do, do you think this is the same? Is this apples it, and oranges or is it well, apples and apples? I
1: think it's the same in as much as a player made some comments that now become the story, right? Mm. Lukaku gave an okay. interview, okay. and even though it was several weeks ago, it comes out right before the Chelsea-Liverpool match. Sure. So instead of sure. – hey, what are the tactics? How are we going to go about this? Is Chelsea prepared? Now you're having yeah. to have this discussion of, okay, this guy's a distraction. He's talking about leaving the club. Mm-hmm. He's talking about wanting to go back to Inter Milan, and they're the best fans in the world, yada, yada, yada. Luke, Luke Shaw's given an interview after a match, and he's frustrated. Uh, he's frustrated, um, but, I mean, I'm not going to speculate on what Luke Shaw's career would have been had it not been soccer, but it certainly doesn't seem like English professor. <laughs> and, and that's, I'm, I'm, and I think he would admit that. Like he, he's out there kind of fumbling over his words. He's repeating himself a lot. He's not always the guy that oh, they stick goodness. in front of the cameras. <laughs> and I think, okay. I, I, I don't, I don't know what he meant. And maybe right. you, you ever been asked a question and you're just you have to answer it, and you you're in retrospect you're like, I don't even like, know what the oh, fuck I just said. Oh, that was
0: crazy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just I'm just picturing Luke Shaw like in English, you know, say, <laughs> like, "Listen and lend me your ear, so I can tell you about the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere." <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> yeah. I just there's there's something there, and I don't I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. And and, yeah. and again, that lets the media just go. Speculate sure. all over. So now you got people saying, "Well, Luke Shaw shouldn't be allowed to talk. because he's going to get in trouble? See, blah, blah 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 blah." Though blah.
0: I think it's dumb.
1: Well, I, I love Gary Neville's take on Lukaku. He's like, you know, we complain that these guys don't ever give us anything juicy <laughs> to talk about, and here's a guy being completely honest. There you go. Um, so there's there are big question marks. Yeah.
0: So we we've that, got a statement. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I
1: just want to say. Ralph Rangnick has had what well, one month fewer mm-hmm. with Manchester United than Antonio Conte has had with Tottenham Hotspur. Yes. And everybody said, well, United blew it. They should have taken Conte when they had a chance, which I don't think they should have. Um, no. I, I don't think it was a good fit. Mm-hmm. But this argument that, well, Conte comes in and he's and does all this stuff. Well,. Spurs aren't really better off now than they were no. two months ago. United aren't really any better or worse off than they were two Mm-mm. two months ago. The performances still look weak. The results are hit or miss. Yep. Look, if Manchester, if that game would have gone on as a, as it went on, and Ronaldo would have scored a 92nd minute equalizer, or or say they turn around and and score right away and win that game. Yeah. The narrative should still be, yeah, but the performance was kind of crap. Yes, yes. Yeah, they got the result. And that's what had been going on for a while. That's what people were noticing under Ole was we're kind of papering over the cracks here. Is that Ole? Is that the players? And what we saw against Wolves was that at a minimum, it is some of the players.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think that what, what has happened we we'll see what had happened was is that I'll think a lot of the Manchester fans pressed press everything. Got into that whole hey a win is a win is a win, mm-hmm. but but in football you have to analyze that mm-hmm. you've got to see what's going on because you know it, it's it's not that simple right it's not that simple you've got to be able to score goals and you've got to be able to take advantage of certain situations and and it just looked like I mean it, it just looked like, like you know like you said that that, that, that they're just discombobulated mm-hmm. at this time um, second question Rangnick um. He's picked up 10 points in the first four matches. Not bad. But is that enough to stay off his back for this loss?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you you didn't hire Ralph Rangnick to come in and immediately. It, this isn't a big Sam like the great escape kind of thing. Okay, you brought Ralph Ragnick in because he's a known entity. With uh, uh, he's he's got he's very organized. He's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna bring a system to
0: things. Right,
1: and maybe I'll catch some shit for this. I I, I weigh in.
0: No, here we go.
1: But if you've got a squad full of full internationals a squad full of world-class players, at least at a few positions, Mm -hmm. and Manchester United have that. At some point in time, the system, formation, all that shit doesn't matter. Mm. I got better players than you. Okay. And what you didn't see, what you're not seeing from United right now is a bunch of guys playing that way. Marcus Rashford looks like he's short of confidence yeah Mason Greenwood doesn't look like he he knows exactly what his role is out there he just looked off Sancho still struggling to kind of fit in because what what is the makeup of this Mm -hmm. team you know the 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 guys that you can count on unfortunately are guys that are reliant on other people Cavani's going to give it to you sure Cavani's just going to work his ass off I'm really really impressed with the guy McTominay is always going to work hard for you. Matic is going to give you what Matic gives you. Mm -hmm. Um, But we shouldn't shouldn't be having a discussion about systems at home against a Wolves team with an interim manager. No, you're
0: right. You're right.
1: Absolutely right. we, We should be talking about what they did to burnley three days before Mm -hmm. or whatever it was like they just went out and played you know i just went out and played and the team before them wasn't as good so they beat them yep it shouldn't have anything to do with well gosh they flooded the midfield and (laughs) and you know they're the wide tens and what no what you've done is you've taken the football out of the player Yep. yep and and now they're afraid they don't know what they're supposed to be doing yep and I don't think Ragnick is such a taskmaster that guys think they're going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But if you're not confident and you're not sure what you're going to do, that split second you hesitate mm-hmm. is problematic.
0: And so, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is the part of the show that uh, we are going to take a break um, because just like, you know, in a pub, um, we have to take a short little break. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to uh, hit the music, cue the music up. And no, not not that. Go ahead, play that. Oh,
1: wait, that would be the wrong
0: one. <laughs> I was like, he's going to hit the learn, crickets. Learn your board, he's hit the crickets, Guys, we'll be back in just a few minutes.
1: We're not actually going to commercial. I'm just going to stand here and look you all in the face while Evan goes and visits the loo. Loo is a British term. Um, let's see. I.O. Give Ringmix more time, but now we'd see something to hold on to. Yeah, well, I think that's the concern is we're not really seeing anything stick, and is part of that. You know, we we didn't we didn't see Klopp come in and and everything went right right away either. It takes a long time to implement um, a system like this, and if guys aren't convinced, then you don't get quite that one hundred percent effort. And I'm not saying they don't care. I'm not trying to put that forth. I'm saying if you don't quite understand exactly what you're doing, it's difficult to give 100% because it's not just, I'm trying hard. It's not like Fred running around the field. You still got to know exactly where you're supposed to be. You got to know when you're supposed to press, when you're supposed to drop off, when you're supposed to be pushing this the you know, the, the alignment in such a direction as to be forcing the other team to give you the opportunities that you want. Now, If you do throw in the fact that maybe some of these guys don't want to be doing it, well, that's Rangnick's job to to suss that out and put the guys in the right positions. I'm more upset that we're seeing players with bad body language not looking as if they're up to the task, and other guys aren't getting opportunities. I don't know that Jesse Lingard and Donnie Vandebeck and Juan Mata are the answer to the problems, but they're not being used. And that seems to be an issue. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, he, he he's not immune to criticism, but that also doesn't mean it's entirely the system. You know, uh, I, it obviously has its merits, or Klopp and Tugel and Nagelsmann wouldn't have taken some of this to heart. The bigger question is, is Ralph Rangnick Marcelo Bielsa, and he doesn't really have a plan B. Um, he did change things around the other day, so I'd say no, but— um, you know, the next few games are, are going to be very, very important um, from, a, from I think, a player standpoint and a team standpoint. Some of these guys have to go out and show that they care. Um, uh, with regard, to, yeah, I'll ask how many actual world-class players do you not have? Ronaldo, De Gea, Shaw, and maybe Cavani. That's it. I wouldn't call Sancho world-class yet. I think Sancho and Greenwood are full internationals with potential. I think Marcus Rashford, up until the last probably six to nine months with the injuries, I believe is the cusp of world class. Um, Raphael Varane, you'd have to say is world class. I mean, mm. he's got a got a World Cup medal. Um, then again, so does Klaiberson. Um But th- th- there are definitely places where United need to improve. Right. Um, but. I don't look at that team and have too many comments where I say this guy does not belong at this level. The one person I will say that of is Harry Maguire, and Hmm. he's obviously good enough in many people's eyes, or he wouldn't be starting and captaining the English national team at times. But his play for United has been incredibly poor. He does not lead the team. Um I think he needs an extended break and for what United want to do, he just doesn't really fit the system. I would much, much rather see uh, you know, honestly, I'd rather see a back three of Lindelof Bailly and Varane um, and you know get Luke Shaw forward without the defensive responsibilities get Diogo Dalot f- forward without their defensive responsibilities, but I don't see these guys in practice. I don't know what they're working on. Whatever it is, isn't quite working out right now.
0: But I could see Luke Shaw, kind of playing the same type of game Marcus Alonso is playing right now. Absolutely, I mean, I, you know, if they could free Absolutely. him up to do that, he can create. The mm-hmm. guy can create. Well, um, and that's why I want that back through. I think yeah. that would be huge. Uh, last last question, and mm-hmm. we'll go to the the Hey Aaron segment. Um, uh, man of the match for you? Was there a man of the match for? Man you. I think I know your answer for this because he's pretty much banned the match any match.
1: I I mean, especially if they could have kept a clean sheet, it it would have been De Gea. Yeah. Because he still came up with some phenomenal saves, Mm -hmm. and and that says everything you need to know about a a club of that level. You should not – I mean, you want to have a world-class goalie, but Ederson is not getting man of the match (laughs) for City. (laughs) Alisson's not getting man of the match for – Liverpool, right? Mindy occasionally but, maybe, but by and large, I mean that's not. You know, if it's, your, I remember several years ago where I was like, "Oh my God, Tim Howard had 16 saves against Belgium. That's amazing." It is. That's not a good stat, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like it's amazing he saved him. The problem was there was one he didn't save. In right. fact, there were two he didn't save. Yeah. So that means he faced at least 18 shots
0: on target. It's like come on, that, that's bad defense, yeah. yo. Yeah, it is. So. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So let's move um on to the Hey Aaron segment. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, for this question, you know, sticking with our wonderful tenders, our wonderful goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. Um Aaron, what as a former coach, mm-hmm. as a former manager, what should you look for whenever you are trying to determine who's the best goalkeeper? And two-part question, who's the best goalkeeper right now, not only EPL, but in every league that you watch?
1: That that, that first one's real tough because there's an awful lot that goes into it, but much like every position, there are certain intangibles. What I like to see out of a goalkeeper is um, athleticism, Mm. fearlessness, um, talkative. Really, really talkative, um, demanding of their defense, um, and you know, it, it, I wouldn't be the first person to say it, just a little bit of crazy, just a little, <laughs> a little bit of I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Um. Th- that's where I, you know, I think one criticism of of a a guy like De Gea, who I think fundamentally possesses just about every tool you could ask for of a mm-hmm. world class goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um and and people who want to say well he doesn't quite have Ederson's feet or or Allison's feet, mm, I, I I I'll concede that Ederson can can pick a hell of a pass sometimes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think for the things you ask your goalkeeper to do, De Gea is 99s across most areas, his com command of the box, his command of the area, and his even when he yells his defense and he's super pissed off at at, like you you didn't want Schmeichel yelling at you. You didn't (laughs) want Oliver Kahn yelling at you. I don't think anybody's too worried about David yelling at him and that just might be his slight build or whatever. But you know, I, I I think when you look at the top goalies, they're all incredibly athletic. Mm -hmm. Um, the feet, the footwork has become a, m- a much more important aspect of the game. Now you can't just be the, you know, I'm the I'm the worst field player, so I get to be goalie now, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, no, you can't um, do that. I mean, I, I tell you,
0: Mindy proved that.
1: I mean, <laughs> I would I would absolutely like, be no. looking at guys that were like undersized tight ends in football, that kind of thing. Be like, hey, you're good hands, good hand-eye coordination, good feet. Ooh, you got okay. good size. You're okay. not gonna get shoved around. Yeah. You like hitting people. Mm. you
0: know, that okay. kind of stuff. Um so are you saying Gronk would be world class? Gronk? Gronk's,
1: Gronk's oversized. <laughs> Gronk's yeah. a little too big okay, okay, for the okay. he's he's a bit of an oversized tight end. Yeah. Um you know, I just th- I think, you know, a guy who's about 6'4, 225.
0: Dude, you just described Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> well, and that's definitely the crazy part. <laughs> is it too soon
1: i'm sorry it's it's never too soon on a patriots oh my gosh um i'm gonna go i'd say right now in england the on-form goalkeepers aaron ramsdale from arsenal i think the way he has played over the 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 first half of this season especially i mean coming in not really expected to be starting yeah um kind of catching some stick over the last couple of years as to whether or not he should have been in the England conversation, that sort of thing. The way he's played for Arsenal is a huge reason why they're hunting around the top four right yeah. now because yeah. when their back line has gone missing, he's come up big. He's made some hellacious saves. He's a good personality. I don't Got know some if you clean saw. sheets. There was a, a match a few weeks back, and I can't remember who they were playing against, but they have kind of an elaborate... You know, all the fans kind of do the ooh ah, oh, or, wow. you know, oh, kind cool. sort of kind of that sort of thing, and, and uh-huh. mock the mock the goalie and that uh-huh. sort of stuff. Well, they, it it involves his name and and something else. And the best part was like he runs up and kicks the ball. And then there's like an afterward part, and he joined in with him and was like, yeah, fuck Aaron Ramsdale or whatever whatever it is. And they are like, oh, God, what do we do this guy? I mean, he's got a personality to boot, right? Yeah, like, that's exactly yeah. like you want to see a guy who's like, yeah, yell at me. This is why we're out here. That's awesome. If you're a fan, do it. So yeah. in England, I would say it's him. Um, globally, uh,
0: man, I mean – it's hard to, to stray from the EPL. I mean, it is, but...
1: Well, it's an action-packed league. You get lots of shots on goal, and you... you look, it, it's it's where big-game players it's go to. I mean, go. you got your your, your normal guy. It, it, it's hard to look past um, Donnarumma after the, the year he mm, had, mm, um, mm. you know, both with club and country. I mean, sure. it, it, Italy, and, and then winning in a penalty shootout. I go. mean, that's so, enough right there. Th- that yeah. th- that's good. So I'd I'd say I'd probably stump for him, especially because he's young. I mean, Don room is still oh what God. maybe he, under 25? 24?
0: yeah, 25. something like
1: that. So big future ahead of him. That's not even the goalkeepers don't hit prime until m- a little bit later. So the fact that he's already on that level, that's pretty impressive.
0: Man, that's cool. That is awesome. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, this has been really good, man. We um. We this is it. fun. We did. This it. is fun. We'll we, be back for more. I'm learning, like, literally, I'm learning. And that's part of this show, too, is that, you know, those of you who are tuning in, you know, you may be soccer heads, uh, football heads, and you guys know everything about everything. But this is also a show for people who are, you know, trying to learn a little more about football. And, and you know, um, I, I think I'll save this for two weeks from now, but this is something to think about. I think my next Hey Aaron segment is, how would you advise somebody who's just getting into football mm. to pick their favorite team oh that's oh. I think that's a good conversation that requires some thought uh, yeah, I think that requires my, some, some my
1: journey as thought. a Manchester United fan couldn't happen these days. I'm not sure how you got turned on to Chelsea, but uh, it's probably uh, is, even the but, is the watering hole a watering hole but i mean yeah that that's I like that that's we'll a, give we'll give that some thought for the next time one. around
0: that's a good one so ladies and gentlemen um we at the Evan and aaron show um have a, uh, ritual that we do at the end of the show. And I think that we should go ahead and just do that same thing, um, for the, the red and the blue, um, ladies and gentlemen, we have, uh, Aaron's final thoughts, um, about, I guess we can make it about this, this week of soccer. Mm -hmm. Anything that comes out?
1: I've got two things that I want to cover. Uh, one, uh, it's the red and blue podcast, but it's also the red, white, and blue podcast. As you can see, we've, uh, Indy 11, they wear red, blue, and white. U.S. men's national team, red, blue, and white. U.S. women's national team, red, blue, and white. Mm. So there's a a lot of bases we're covering there.
0: Are we also covering the French men's and women's team, red, blue, and white? In, in the English. And the Czechs. Oh, okay. And oh, there you go. Croatian. I screwed everything up. I'm sorry.
1: Well, if everybody <laughs> wouldn't have borrowed the flag, no problem.
0: <laughs> or if everybody thought there were more than just
1: three colors in the world. Thank you, Betsy Ross. <laughs> right? Okay, There you go. Yeah, we'll take credit for red white and blue being the <laughs> predominant flags. American exceptionalism at its Yee-hoo. finest. Um, but I do want to say um big big congrats uh to both Daryl DK uh, making a move yes. to West Bromwich Albion. I think it's a very yep. good, very good move for him. Um and uh, Ricardo Pepe making a move to Augsburg in mm-hmm. Germany. Mm-hmm. Um I gr- it's great. It is great to see that happen. I think he's got a bigger uphill battle than Daryl DK does sort of establishing himself and and uh sort of you know he he's not going to get much time to to bet in. They need points, they need points they right mean, away. Now. I think West Brom's okay in the championship uh and and I think DK already gets the level we'll be playing at yeah. his loan spell with Burnley. Yep. I think Ricardo Pepe Oh man. going, going to Germany. It's my guy. Brother, it's, you you're from Ooh. you're from the south. It gets cold in Germany. Uh, They will boo you in a language that even when they're saying they love you sounds kind of hateful. Raina's like,
0: come here, let me tell you something about this league. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. You need to have a conversation with a bunch of those dudes. That said, there is no, no better way than to make the crowd love you than to be the goal scorer for a team who needs points. And uh, if Ricardo Pepe can pop up for late-game winners like he did for the United States during the summer, then uh, that's going to be good. Uh, Also, huge, huge, huge shouts for Pulisic getting his goal, uh, getting Chelsea back in that game. And honestly, he had not not done much at all up to that point. He looked a little out of sorts, a little not involved, and then – Gets his opportunity, yeah. scores a goal, and then second half he's very, very integral to everything positive yep. Chelsea did. The game yep. petered out a little bit, yeah. but I think we saw more out of him that that we liked. Hopefully, he gets through these next few games, mm-hmm. and we got Captain America in the squad. There you go. My final thought is this, folks: Phil Jones played defense for Manchester. Played a game for Manchester. You know, I know, Puppy. I, I I'm. I, a, we're I'm, almost
0: done. I, I tell you.
1: <laughs> Phil Jones played a game for Manchester United for the first time in about a year. He's been out over the last couple of seasons, multiple injuries, knee injury, I think it was a back injury, just you know how it is. At that age, you're trying to come back, and, and it's compensation kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And I thought – He looked good. I thought he looked good. Yeah. I, I've i always liked the guy. He's taken a lot of stick because he's got the goofy face, and he, does, he, he works so hard yep. that when you make a mistake, it's kind of you want to get down on a guy. But I tell you what, the mental fortitude – to not just come back from that injury, but to come back, win the fans over, the fans to their credit. They cheered him all game long. Some pundits are trying to blame the goal on him. I'm sorry. He headed the ball away. Yeah. And come Manchester on United players did not do a good job of closing the guy. No. And, and on top of that, McTominay still closed him down and the ball went through his leg. He got, got wickeded. Exactly. It, it happens. It yep. happens. It happens. But I tell you, folks, Phil Jones is a metaphor. No matter how down and out you think you may be, you stick with it, you keep giving your all, you're going to get your opportunity and you take that opportunity and you keep climbing back up. So
0: That's it right there.
1: That's true for life, folks. So uh <laughs> new year, new goals, same old effort. Keep putting yourself out there, keep doing what we do and uh good things will happen for you. That's Evan, it. Evan It's been a blast. Folks, we're going to be back in two weeks. Uh, You can catch us on Facebook. You can catch us probably on YouTube. You Mm -hmm. can catch us on SoundCloud, Anchor, Spotify, and the Gram. And probably between now and then, I'll find other social media outlets that I didn't even know existed. So we're going to try to get it everywhere. Uh, If you don't like looking at our faces, you can just listen to us. (laughs) If you don't like listening to us. There are so many bad podcasts out there that I'm oh, sure you can find another one. But for go. right now, we got the best soccer pub chat podcast on the net from Indianapolis, all of the superlatives. Even my dog thinks so. Yes. Folks, we out.
0: Deuces. Deuces. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. We going for full Antonio
1: in. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and with that,
0: Leave Aby alone.
1: (laughs) You leave Brittany alone!